Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. I'm your host, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing, and as always, I am so thankful that you are choosing to hang out with me for the next little bit. Before we dive into the topic of cloning yourself so that you can get more done, I wanna tell you about something that is time sensitive. We have two webinars that are coming up. One is all about Canva training, so how to design flyers, event invites, things like that in Canva. And then another one that is extremely timely for the multifamily housing industry is Fair Housing with Ann Sadovsky. Both of these webinars are coming up in the next few weeks. They are free. You can sign up there. Uh, you can sign up. Your space is a bit limited, so you want to make sure and get on there at watchyourbusinesssprout.com forward slash webinars with an S. Watchyourbusinesssprout.com webinars with an S forward slash webinars with an S. Oh my gosh, was that confusing? Okay, I'll make sure that there is a link below this video so that you can sign up. Okay, one of the commonalities of things when I'm talking to property managers, busy property managers, I've never met a not busy property manager, so I feel like that goes without saying, or entrepreneurs, I work with both, is that there's just never enough time, that their dream scenario were, would be that they could duplicate themselves, they could clone themselves, they wish they could be at two places at once, they would feel that they would have a, you know, a bigger reach, they would be able to get more done, and they just feel like they're being pulled in a million different directions. Have you ever felt that way? I know that I did. Early on when I started as a property manager, I often felt like I was being pulled in a million different directions, like I couldn't really be there for my residents and my team the way I wanted to. I wish that there was just more of me to go around. I felt that way again when I first started my business uh, with Sprout, just feeling like kind of run down, like there just wasn't enough. And as scary as this would be to my husband, I thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great if there could be two of me? Thankfully, that didn't happen, but this idea of cloning myself, I always kind of joke about it, but there are definitely ways to clone yourself so that you can, and, and for those of you that are just listening, I say that with quotation marks, with air quotes, clone yourself so that you can create systems, processes, and partnerships to make it feel like there's more of you to go around. And this is especially beneficial, one, if you're trying to grow a business, there is only so far that you can get growing a business as just yourself, just one person, without really good systems and processes, and then eventually, depending on how far you wanna scale, without additional help. And then as a property manager, you could end up having an entire career where you feel just run down and burnt out. And that happens. I mean, it's crazy to me how many people spend five, 10, 20, 30 years and they always have that feeling. So today I wanna to talk about two very different ways, one being a process-based approach, and another being a kind of a partnership-based approach to clone yourself. So I've got my little diagram that we're gonna talk about today, and the first that I wanna talk through is processes. So one of the most simple things that you can do when life is crazy and you feel like you need to be at two places at once or you feel you're being pulled in a million different directions is to take inventory of when that's happening. So the very first thing that I want you to do if you find yourself in that spot is maybe at the end of the week, a Friday or a Saturday when there's a little bit of quiet time, I want you to sit down and take inventory of when throughout the week did you feel that. 
Was it that a resident came in and you also had this going on with a team member that didn't know something that maybe you wish they knew? Or maybe you're a, a business owner and you felt that way when you needed to get a couple of things out, but you had to pick one over the other. Was it an email or was it your social media, right? Because you felt like you couldn't do both of these things at once. So the first thing is to identify where is the friction? Where is the pull? Where do you feel taxed? You can do this at the end of the week if you have a good memory. If you don't, I would just say keep a tally throughout the week. So all day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever it is, anytime there was a scenario where you're like, gosh, I wish I could have been here and also here or trained this person on this or had help here, then I want you to write it down. That's all I want you to do for the first week. Then I want you to put that in a Google Doc. I want you to look at commonalities. And what I want you to think of is with this Google Doc, this is gonna be your working document of cloning yourself. So there's gonna be things that you're gonna create in this Google Doc that are gonna be for internal, and then there's gonna be things that you're gonna create for external. So internal would be your operations. If you're just a solopreneur, it's gonna be things that you're doing on your own. If you're a property manager and you have a team, these are internal challenges that you feel pulled in. And then external are things that outside people are requesting of you. So again, property manager, that would be things with your residents or prospects, um, even your boss potentially. You could decide, do you want that internal or external? I think just to, to clarify, let's keep internal everything that's within your confines of your people, your team, internal operations, and outside is everything for the public, your clients, etc. Okay. So let's talk about internal. I want you in this Google Doc to keep a tally of some of these things that you're having to explain or answer over and over again. So internal might be something as simple as explaining something to a team member, how to do a certain process. It might be a system in the computer. It might be training on something that you overheard that you didn't like the way that they handled it. They could have handled it better. Could be a ton of different things. And I want you to really identify those things. In addition to that, if you have a team, you could also give them access to this Google Doc and have them add questions or challenges that they run across throughout the week. So a lot of times things are time sensitive, but some things aren't. So sometimes maybe a team member says, you know, I went to go look at availability and it wasn't easy to find, or I went to look at our pricing and I couldn't, you know, locate it, or I went to do a move in and I didn't have a great checklist when they encounter challenges, you could have them add to a section of this Google Doc. So I want you then to look at that Google Doc, that internal, as you're kind of listing out these challenges. And I want you to start thinking, are there things that a simple recording of me explaining it or showing it would be really helpful? So let me give you an example. Again, let's say it's something within a program that you're using, but another team member needs to use it also. You could sit there with that team member and show it to them one time, which is a fantastic thing to do, but you could also do that. And at the same time, you could open up a free program called Loom. You guys have heard me talk about it before. It's with an L, it's Zoom, but like like Zoom, but with an L, L-O-O-M, and it is free. And while you're walking through things, you can capture your face and also your computer screen. So I could be sitting here and I could be saying, let's say, Amber, Amber, we're going to walk through this process. I'm going to show you how to do this. Ask me any questions that you might have and let's go through it. You could do it like that. Or 
after you did it one-on-one, -on -one, you could record it separately, a little bit more fluid, a little quicker, that somebody could just watch back later. So you could start identifying some of those things that cause hiccups and start creating those videos and making a bank inside of your Loom library that are easy to access. Later, you could do quick links. So you could have that Google Doc with questions. How do we do this? And then right below is a Loom video. So you can search it. That's what I love about Google. It's shareable and it's searchable. So that Google Doc should be a living, breathing document. Um, in addition to that, you can also do things that are, uh, that are gonna be there's other programs, like we personally use Slack. That's how our team communicates. And there are tutorials and things that we can put inside of Slack. So if somebody runs into a question or a problem, they can actually type into Slack, how do I do this? And the Slack chatbot, which I think is what it is, will bump back something that we've inputted. So it'll basically pop up whatever the answer is. And if it isn't there, what happens is, say a question comes up, it gets added to a Google Doc for the team meeting the following week to get addressed and added to whatever our system is, whether that's a living, breathing Google process doc or whether it's a Slack uh, saved reply or a saved response. So we're, we're not fooling ourselves into thinking that we're going to be able to sit down one time and write down every single process, every possible scenario and answer every single question. We're addressing things in real time that offer real challenges and real frustrations. And so that's one way that you can use a system of a Google Doc and then Loom and let's say something like Slack. If you don't have Slack, that's okay. The Google Doc will work as long as it's shared with the right people and people are familiar with searching. So you wanna put questions in there and then put either the answer right below or you wanna put a link to a video where they can watch a process or watch an answer. I find this to be really important because some people, they're visual learners. And so I might sit with you and watch you do something, but when you're not there and all of a sudden there's a hiccup, I might be panicked like, oh, I'm not sure what to do. And especially when you're in property management and things are coming at you all the time, it's nice to be able to have a recording that's showing somebody doing it. You can pause it, you can see what your screen is, and you can try to follow it as best as you can. So I love those kind of things. Now, as an internal business owner, there's gonna be times where you're going to either want to, we'll talk about this in step two, but where you're gonna to wanna to hire out or you're gonna to want to get help. And one just recently I was on a coaching call with an entrepreneur that is really ready to expand their business. They're at a place where they need help. And she was just saying, I have been dreading hiring because I have no time to train. And I, you know, I explained to her, I said, you know, at a certain point, you're going to have to just make the time. But a really great way to do that is to think about the things that you're already doing on a day-to-day -day basis that you're wanting to offload to somebody else. Start recording these Loom videos, start putting those in place now so that they're ready. And so, you know, when you first hire somebody, you know those first few days, if you don't have a plan of what you're gonna teach them, how awesome would it be to say, okay, I've got X number of videos I want you to watch, and then I want you to work through these processes, some hands-on training. So that's really gonna be important. And when we talk about cloning ourselves, I'm not just talking about tasks that um, employees are supposed to know for their job. I'm also talking about things that maybe only you can do. 
at a certain point, every manager, every assistant manager is gonna wanna take a vacation, right? You guys are gonna wanna take a break. A business owner, you're gonna want to have some time away. When you do that, you're going to have to be able to have an easy way for people to step in and fill the shoes that you've left, you know, the shoes you've left, because if not, they're going to be calling you on vacation and then you never truly disconnect. So you can use this to help train your team, but you can also use it to then look at the things that you're doing daily and say, okay, eventually I'm going to either need help or I'm gonna to wanna to replace my position. If I'm, if I'm the owner, I'm eventually gonna want somebody to take over some of the things I'm doing so I can go do bigger things with my business, right? The best way to start doing that is to start creating this bank of things, of this library, whether Google Doc, Loom, or a combo. I'm a fan of the combo. That's gonna give you real freedom. Now, in addition to that, I want you to think about things externally. So there's questions that people ask us. In property management, I mean, you probably type the same email starter 20 times a week. You probably respond to the same questions many, many times. So the more that you can automate with some of these systems, again, the more that you can clone yourself and feel like you're in two places at once or you're breezing through things. So an example of that is auto responses. We do this a lot. We have templated auto responses through our program. We use Help Scout. I know a lot of you just use regular email or you use something within your property management system but you can input templates. And I'm not saying to not personalize, we still keep things personal, but there's a lot of core things that people will ask. So I'm thinking in property management, move-in procedures, move-out procedures, questions about paying rent, questions about late payments, pest control, pet pickup. If you already have these saved replies or auto responses set to where you're literally then just changing a name and maybe an intro sentence and just double checking some things, the amount of time that that's going to save you. And if you think to yourself, I have no time to do that, what I want you to start doing is just the next time you type up that email, send it off, and then I want you to star it and I want you to start building a library of starred emails that you can copy and paste and eventually you can take a couple of hours when there is a bit of quiet or you buy out some quiet time and you now create those templates based off of real emails that you've sent. So you can do it in real time. I'm all about why do it twice. Do it once and then grab those and build your templates. Um, in addition to that, Loom videos work fantastic as saved replies. So if you want something more personal, um, I was talking again to this, this woman I was coaching and she said, you know, sometimes I'm on a call with a client for 30 minutes explaining this process. And I said, okay, how many times are you explaining the same thing to a client over and over out of those 30 minutes? And she said, they feel like Groundhog Day, like I'm saying the same things over and over. And I said, okay, we've got to do some Loom videos where you're face to camera, cause that's what makes it personal. And you're talking just like you would on a phone call as soon as for her this happens as soon as somebody is interested in their services i said as soon as they're interested in your services and they fill out a form online you need to be able to send a templated email with their name that says hey i'd love to chat before i do make sure and watch this video now the video doesn't need to be 30 minutes it should be short but it should answer some of those common questions that she's covering. Then the follow-up conversation is a lot less involved because they're already educated to some extent. So again, I want you to think about things that are, you're being asked regularly. Even something like, you guys, 
even something like with property management, it might be like, you've been approved, we cannot wait for you to move in. That might be a personal video that you're like, hey, it's Barbara from Sprout Apartments. I am so excited. I just wanted to personally tell you that your application was approved. You guys are set and we can't wait to see you. Details of your move in are below. It feels really personal, but then the details are in the email below, which is also a template with room for you to customize. This is the way we start to gain momentum. We do these things every single week. Why not set them up right once so that we can start gaining that speed? Um, in addition to that, you can also make sure that your FAQ questions or sections on your website, on your social media platforms also have these videos. So what's nice about Loom is you can download your videos and re-upload them. So let's say that I did a little Loom video that was like how to move in or how to do this or it was something like how to get my deposit. I would then upload that to Facebook and Instagram under an FAQ highlight section that's like question how do I get my deposit back? And then it goes through you talking and it doesn't always have to be face to camera. It can also be a video of you showing do's and don'ts of moving out of your apartment. Again, taking the time and bonus points, just do this the next time that you're having to do a process like this. So the next time that you're doing a move-in inspection, video it and then you can kind of show you don't have to say the person's name or anything like that you're like okay this is something that would be deducted from your deposit you know and you're not saying that you're just doing it as part of your faq so i want you to really really pay attention that's why that first week where you're kind of keeping a document what are people asking me that i feel i'm repeating over and over what where do i feel stretched where do i feel my employees need some training on those are the places that you're going to create this google doc and your loom videos and saved replies saved replies and templates so all of your systems are coming together to support you one other little trick when i was first starting out uh, as a property manager this was something that I was overwhelmed with. And so I even started asking my maintenance man to do the same thing, to help answer questions that I got a lot of. There was a lot of things that I'd get questions on that I'd have to then radio my maintenance man and ask him about. Now, if you've been at the same community and you know in your experience, this isn't an issue for you. But if you're not, this is where you can partner with your maintenance. And now technology has come such a long way, you can ask them video some things that are taking up time, like, you know, how do you reset the garbage disposal? What do you, how, where do you change the air filter? Things like that that are easy. You can have those ready to go in all of your saved replies. You can have them on your desktop or as part of your email system, just makes it easy. And then the key then is educate your team on where to look for the answers. That is not you. So the challenge is gonna be, okay, we've got this in place. We're reviewing this, but if this doc just becomes massive and nobody knows how to find things, it becomes obsolete. So make sure it's regularly reviewed and the team knows how to access the information, how to use it, who's allowed to use what. If then this scenarios are really great to do too. So like an example, we would not do this or we would do this. That helps a lot too. And you can have different docs for different topics. So leasing questions, move-in questions, maintenance questions, procedures. Have it in one folder and then they can search it and it just makes it super easy. So you're cloning yourself with processes and technology in that way. You're slowing down to set up systems that are gonna support you in the long run.
Okay, the second way to clone yourself is to literally expand who's helping you out, okay? And when I talk about that, um, something that I think has helped make us successful at Sprout is this is something we've tried to implement from the beginning, but we've gotten better over the last couple of years. Every person has a counterpart. So it's like the yin to your yang, right? It's like the Barbara to the Lauren. Lauren and I are... Um, business partners, but we also can fill in in a lot of spaces. I can do a lot of the things that she can, and she can do a lot of things that I can. And there's a lot of things that we each do individually. But the point is, in a team, it really helps to have a counterpart. So as a property manager, you want to approach these in various ways. You could do this with your assistant manager. Uh, if you have a strong assistant manager or even a really strong leasing person, you could really start to train them into different things that you do that they can also occasionally do. Hey, sit with me, watch how I post rent. Hey, sit with me and watch how I'm going to handle this challenging situation. Or, And then ask them, how would you have handled it? So real live training. And I'm not talking again about their job. I'm talking about aspects of your job. So again, as leaders, our job is to lift up and we're trying to up and onward, right? So we want people to feel like we're not scared of them taking our job. We want our team to be successful. The more successful they are, the more successful we are. So having a counterpart is gonna be huge. You can also do this as a property manager in another way. You, if you have a sister community and you make friends with a property manager, she can kind of be your partner in crime that your team can call if you're out and vice versa. There is huge freedom in knowing that when you are on vacation or you're sick, there's somebody else that has your back and has your best interest at heart, but also knows the ins and outs of your community. So if I was gonna do this with somebody at a sister community, I would make sure they had access to my Google Doc and my videos, vice versa. And I would try to find time that we could kind of visit each other's communities. And you might have to clear this with a regional, but honestly, the better that you're supported across the board in a portfolio, I mean, this is this is what teamwork is all about. You can fill each other's holes and basically give each other uh, the freedom to just occasionally take some time off and not, not worry about it. So your counterpart is going to be super important. Um, another thing is, let's say that you're a business owner, you might start by getting a virtual assistant to help offload certain things off of you. Again, those Loom videos, that Google Doc is going to be huge. Screen sharing via Zoom and saying, hey, I want you to watch, you know, while I do this, check out what's going on here. That's going to be super important because, again, if you want them to take over something, they're going to have to learn how you do it. And that's especially true, let's say, if you're having somebody help you with your social media or write your emails or do things like that, especially in a small business. A lot of times what's made your business successful is you. So when you start expanding, you don't want your customers to lose that special sauce that they got with you. But again, realistically, you cannot do it all. So as you're training, um, I've had experience with both. I've had a virtual assistant that I didn't know. I didn't like that as much as a virtual assistant that was already part of the team that just got put in place as helping me and assisting me and slowly just offloading different things. I also find that if you have a little bit of bandwidth and you have a bigger team, teach different team members different things. It's a really big thing to do um, because then not one thing will fall on one person. So with me, there's somebody that can do different parts of our social, there's somebody that can do different parts of our blogs, of our client connections, all of that kind of stuff. So if I'm gone, I'm not worried about it because they can do it just as well, if not better than I can. But that has come with time. So. 
if you're a newer business owner and you're thinking, I would never have the budget to do it, this is exactly the time while you're doing these things that are coming so like, you know, first nature to you, record them, just record it. Okay, right now I'm doing this email campaign. I'm doing it in Squarespace. Here's how I do it. I pull this blog. I don't like this font. I do like this. I only want one color. Talk through it. Those are going to be invaluable or you have a weird email that comes up. Okay, this is how I'm handling this email. And you might feel silly, but I guarantee you that's the kind of stuff you want to document so that when you do have a virtual assistant or you hire actually an employee, you're just like passing on your wisdom. And I'm telling you, employees love being able to go back. They don't feel under the gun to have to ask you. They can do it at their own pace. They can pause and be like, okay, what, where does that go? It's a freedom for both of you. So your counterpart is going to be huge. So in the first section of this webinar in cloning yourself, you're cloning yourself through processes and systems that you set up. In the second part, you're cloning yourself in a sense by expanding who is helping you do certain tasks. And again, don't get overwhelmed if you're like, I'm a property manager and I'm only a one person show. Okay. At that point, you're going to have to put something in place either with your owner or your supervisor, because it's just not realistic for you to be the only one all the time, 24 seven. And if you're a small business, I mean, this might be something you even show your mom, your dad, your sister, if you're not ready to hire out, but you just want contract people to help, or you trust your family, it doesn't matter who it is. The more things that you have in place, the better, the easier it's going to be, the smoother the transition. Um, I know we all wish we could be at more places that one. And I know that sometimes we go so fast that we feel we have no time to slow down. But I will tell you being a business owner for 11 plus years and having been knocked around many times, having been a new property manager that literally came home exhausted and frustrated over the years, these two things have saved my biscuits. <laughs> they really made my life so much easier and I don't want you to burn out. And I think to myself, if you can put some of these things in place now, day one or day 200 or five years in, whatever it is, you know how they say the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, the second best time is today. I think about that with processes and expanding yourself in the senses. The best time to do it was, yeah, last year when you first started immediately. The second best time is right now. So today, make a goal to record yourself or start your Google Doc and document the hiccups, the stretches, the frustrations. Do that for a few days and then start putting in these processes to help address them. And then when the time is right, find your counterpart because I promise you two heads are always better than one. And that's my advice for how to clone yourself when you are running your own business or you're running a business like it's your own. Because I know you property managers, that's how you do because that's how I did. All right, guys, it's been great. It's been fun. I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Don't forget to visit watchyourbusinesssprout.com forward slash webinars to sign up for those webinars. You can also go to trysproutfree.com to get uh, our on our email list and get a ton of our favorite free resources, a lot in line with what we're talking about, maximizing your time, just getting the biggest bang for your buck. And when I say your buck, I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about your energy, your time, your freedom, all of that. Okay, guys, I'll see you soon. Bye.